Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. I'm okay. gang all here today and uh we are going to break new ground we're gonna do something that no podcast has ever done before um i am of course kidding we're gonna do something that many podcasts have done before some podcasts do all the time it's the whole structure of their show we're gonna have a draft Ooh. Yeah. We don't um, have to talk about football season starting <laughs> the week that we're recording this, which is which is very much August. Yeah. We we've been I think we've been having a, a stretch where like to to bring you behind the curtain a little bit. It feels in some ways like four out of every five ideas that we come up with are something that we have like already talked about in some form or fashion, in some cases very recently, uh, which does not really speak well uh, to uh, like our our sort of collective medium term memory, uh, despite the fact that we are all in our early 30s. That we've been doing this yeah. for seven years. Be fair to yourself. Two, no if arguments. you included all the if you included all the ideas that I give you that you all are like, no, that is too esoteric, <laughs> then actually we're generating plenty of ideas. Just not everybody wants to do them. That's true. There probably could be a whole separate podcast feed. Maybe we'll do we'll do a Patreon. That'll be our thing. We'll do a Patreon yeah. that's just the all of the times that it's like an article that Pierce only you and I have read. <laughs> yeah. Or just in general, Pierce rejected Pierce ideas. Yeah. Like I remember one where he sent a message like, what do you guys, do you guys want to talk about robes on the podcast? A <laughs> uh, reader, if you would pay us an amount of money per month uh, for a feed of Pierce's more or less unvetted musings, uh, drop us a line. It's pretty okay at gmail.com. Um, I don't think we'll do it anyway, but but still, um, but no, it just I think we we wanted to kind of try something a little different, refresh our our heads a little bit. Uh, and Kevin, you are the one who came to us with an idea about what we could draft. So I'll I'll maybe let you set it up for us. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, this icebreaker that Julia and I have kind of been throwing around at random uh outings with friends that um that we enjoy a lot which is if you had to well in general we have the icebreaker if you had to make this or start this and you could only pick a couple of things what would they be but one um that we're talking about today are, are restaurants so the idea is if you were starting a town that you have to live in um and to just you mean know, you pick whatever number you want we're gonna go with five today like if you had to pick five restaurants uh, and that's all the town has and uh, including like the vibe of the restaurant and, you know, the scenery, you know, the prices, you can't just pick 
nothing but really expensive play well you can if you want to but <laughs> it, it, the idea is to have a good spread of, of things but also to to make you think of of you know if you have to limit yourself what, what would you take yeah so everybody gets five restaurants you get to pluck them up exactly as they are plop them into the town that you are the you know the city planner of we we talked about doing categories just to give it some structure um but you know why why impose reason and order on something that should probably function just as well as mild chaos um so uh we have determined the draft order we'll do it serpentine like a snake draft fantasy football style uh pierce you are going first uh, mm-hmm. I, a, a, a fitting reward given that you clearly have done the most prep of the four of us. Um, I have. Do we expect uh, to get beyond the first round today? <laughs> this is going to be a five person. Uh, we will. We will do our best. Well, I, I think we will do our best to keep it reasonable and not have this be the second hour long pod in the history <laughs> of the show. I, I think you can. I think you can go over on your first pick. Your just general strategy thoughts but you know once we get it might be like kind of like a fantasy draft you might spend a while on the first couple picks but at the end you're like we don't don't need soliloquies about each restaurant um so pierce will go first i have the second pick max will go third and then kevin you will pick fourth and then wrapping back around you will also pick fifth so uh without further ado uh pierce what what's what is the Jamarcus Russell of of this illustrious draft? Well, I, I hope for everybody's sake this is not Jamarcus Russell. As stated, I did do categories to keep me honest and think about what what is a nice um, puzzle put together of of a town so that things that granted I value, but I think a lot of people would value are represented. So I'm going to start with the thing that I think would be. For me, at least, open probably earliest in the day. I don't believe in breakfast, as we've discussed on this podcast before, but I do believe in lunch, and I do bemoan in the current place I live the lack of sandwiches, so I am going to select with the first pick, a true first draft pick, the Italian store. Son of a bitch. Either location and Arlington. the board. That's one that I knew other people might take. The Italian store, that's it. Yeah, that's that's number one pick with a bullet. Yeah, it was going to be my first pick, too. Um, it, was, it was on my board, but... Yeah. Oh, that is a shame. But uh, that's why we do the research. It's, it is... Well, and it's, it's a wonderful place because the sandwiches are good, but it also has some versatility. You know, it's got got the sort of market component. You can get buy prepared foods. You can buy cheeses and wine and stuff. So, like... It really somehow you've pulled off a value pick at round one, pick one. Um, jealous yep. of that. Um, yep. I will then, I guess I will take the, um, the, the, the restaurant that I think it's not the best, but the restaurant that brings me the most joy of any place in the world uh, and that is Riverside Lunch in Charlottesville. Good. There's there's just like it's it's classic Americana. There there's you can't do a whole lot better for like a place to bring a family than like a 
a burger place that does passable chicken fingers and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, um, maybe I could have gotten that later as a sentimental pick, but had to have it. Max, you're yeah. up. Yeah, so I didn't consider the Italian store. That's an interesting one. Um, I was considering Monica's at some point, which is a place in Boston oh. that's basically the same function. And that's why I was saying, like, there's no overlap, but it's it's the same. It's a really good sandwich place that's also, like, an Italian market. So, so I like the style. But actually, I'm going to go in a different direction. And I, I didn't necessarily follow your categories. Um, but my first pick is also going to be a Northern Virginia, D.C. haunt that's not a haunt at all. I'm picking Ambar. <laughs> oh, Ooh. what a good pick! What a wow. good so, uh, about it. Thought about yeah, it. I don't know if we need to tell the listeners what these places are, but most I, of us just explain the description. Ambar so, uh, is uh, all you can eat Balkan small plates. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it qualifies as a kind of fine dining, but it's not terribly expensive. Um, most of my picks, if we're going through, are focused on things that I enjoy going to would enjoy going to frequently because they have a lot of different options mm -hmm. and things that i'm not going to make at home um i i cook a lot of things at home and so i didn't pick any restaurants that i thought i could make something not that i not that i couldn't make something similar at home but like i'm not going to make an all-you-can-eat balkan spread <laughs> in my kitchen <laughs> so sure. uh, should you yeah ambar is my pick that that's wow. a that's a great pick it's an experiential type of dining and it's yeah i think that's that's a really great one you take people there and they are really happy that you took them great pick thanks yep all right uh so i got the two in a row which and for keeper value is... you can <laughs> make sure to make your second one better yeah um so i'm going to i'll, I'll pick first i was actually uh just here yesterday uh, I think I might like this place a lot more than a lot of people, but I just really love Blue Mountain Brewery. Um, I love the the vibe there, the views, the food. They have music a lot. Uh, they don't have my favorite beer in the world, but they've got a bunch. Um, Our first pick that is actually scenic, like you you would want to eat outside. We haven't we yeah. haven't hit on that yet. I think I, I mean. I probably didn't consider that properly that's a, that's the vibe alone is like even if you just right. went for a drink it's an awesome place yeah and, yeah and and we should say that like for purposes of this draft imagine that like it exists in your town exactly as it exists in the in the real world because i think for kevin mm. your pick that especially that's you know the the look of afton virginia is extremely important here yeah um so That'll be my first pick, and then I will make my second pick. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, the duck tacos in Asheville. Oh, that's it. That is a good one. That uh, is. Oh, you know, uh, white duck. Oh, is yes. that what it is? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So that is. So normally, like, you know, it, it's it's overpriced tacos, but this this place I actually wouldn't even call them overpriced. They're just really good and um lots of different different options yeah one of those kind of like new new sort of bougie taco places that have lots of like specialty tacos um uh, i i'm going to Asheville in like six weeks or eight weeks for a bachelor party and i'm thoroughly excited about the the chance to go back there yeah 
it, in it, it's a taco place. I would not at all consider it like a Mexican or a Tex-Mex place. No. It is, it is a taco place, if you can imagine that archetype. So I like that. Yeah. Also, handheld foods where like you, everybody can get three and, and you can taste around. Great, great pick. Yep. All right, Max, it's back to you. Yeah, so my, my list wasn't necessarily in a drafting order, and this is where I could choose one that, that maybe you all would pick, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep mine in the order of uh, value to me, and if I if I lose the competition, so be it. <laughs> so for my second choice, I'm going to pick one that, that probably isn't on your list, but I'll describe it, and it maybe should be, uh, which is hailing from um, Newburyport, Massachusetts. I'm going to pick Abraham's uh, Bagels and Pizza. Abraham's is a new report staple. They make still to this day probably some of the best bagels I've ever had. They do coffee and bagel sandwiches, so you got your breakfast options. But then they also make uh, lunchy sandwiches on those bagels and pizza, and their pizza's really good. So I feel like I'm I'm getting two birds in one stone because I've got bagels, which I can't really make great ones myself, and I've got a solid takeout pizza place. So that's my choice. Hmm. Okay. Um, I wish I could make an Abraham's stay open a little later, though. I don't think they're open super late, but I'll have to factor that in when I'm. Well, maybe you can have the city council institute a new ordinance that requires them by law to be open (laughs) until eleven. Um. Okay, it's time for my second pick. The choice of a bagel place. Max's choice of a bagel place complicates things for me just a little bit. Um, just just for for variety on the podcast purposes. Um, but, you know, uh, okay. I think it's important that you have a, a place where you can get a, a, a damn fine meal. Um, that's a, a, a nicer experience without being sort of fancy for fancy's sake. Um, so I will go to my hometown of New Orleans and I will draft the Pelican Club. Um, it is a it is a nice, expensive restaurant that makes very good food. It's it's, you know, um, kind of haute southern but like there's a lot you know seafood is an emphasis there um but it also it feels fairly homey for being like a nice restaurant you know it's an it's kind of in an alley in the french quarter um so i feel like i've i've gotten two i've kind of gotten the lowbrow and the highbrow ends of my roster and i'm feeling pretty good about it that's a strong choice. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought of it necessarily, but I, I have been there and it's fantastic. Although it, is, I don't know if I'd call it. I, I, it almost is fancy for fancy's sake, or maybe it was thirty years ago or whenever it opened. But great choice. If we're also assembling this list in print as a uh, uh, suggestions for visiting these Ooh. towns and places, which <laughs> yeah. it really should be. It's a pretty. It's going to be a pretty solid list of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Um, okay, so I am going to. I'm, I'm thinking of keeper rules here, here, Max. So I, I definitely want to be mindful of that. So <laughs> I am moving from from lunch to to like lunch and dinner. Um, I'm thinking of places now that that both of these I think you could take family to, like if you have children, maybe larger groups. Something that I'm building this town in in a places that that you can get a lot of people into and a lot of people will be happy. So with the um, with the last pick of the second round, I am selecting a place that, that serves good beer, has appetizers, does have sandwiches, but the draw is really pizza. And we've all been to many of them. I am selecting Mellow Mushroom because I think Mellow Mushroom, any Mellow Mushroom is just, it's it's mm. kind of like the West Wing. It's not the best show ever, but it's a very perfecting show. And it's like the pizza is solid. The beer selection is really solid. You can get people in there. There are kids' menus that come with crayons. TVs. It, it's got lots of TVs. It's it's just really solid. I, I've, I, I need I, My town needs that space. I was deciding between Blue Mountain and Mellow Mushroom. I was going to take one of the two. And, um, I am extremely disappointed with this pick. Because <laughs> because it spoils my third round monologue about how insane it is that we got through two rounds without anyone taking an out and out pizza place. Yeah, well, you have to. I think you have to have a pizza place. Now, yeah. I also think you have to have. Let's orient more outside, but still you can bring your family. This is kind of specific to Atlanta. They just opened a second location, but the first location, um, El Tesoro, which is a Mexican place. You get burritos, you can get tacos. Um, they have really good drinks. Um, they have an amazing patio. You can't go there for lunch. It's more for dinner. You have hipsters hanging out. You also have people with their families. Everybody's got a margarita or a Modelo, and then uh, you know just really amazing burritos. I think Max and Kevin, you have both been there with me, like on the way to the airport, maybe. Um, no, but it's but just it sounds it's, like I should it's, go. It's it's just a really um, it's a really delightful place that um, I highly recommend to anyone. And yeah, I think I think a Mexican place is is also good to have in a town. Two good picks uh, for sure. Let me make sure I have my geography right, uh, real quick. So I, I I am still I'm sticking to my guns uh, on on pizza here in the third round, uh, but this is I I think where I'm maybe going to you know express my pizza preferences and say that I would like a place that will sling a pie for you, but that's not necessarily their primary business. Your boy likes a slice shop. And so I, I'm going to have to head to New York and nab the Greenwich Village Joe's Pizza. Ah. Um, I, I, Featured in Spider-Man. It's the best. Don't ask me it is one. the best, like, slice shop pizza I've ever had. So um, I don't know how much how much more there is to say about it. You get to walk by the, the IFC theater and see what's playing there. There's, you know, there's parks around that you can stop and and eat your pizza there's you know pick up basketball games to be watched um and so you know if i can if i could just sort of uproot that one square block of lower manhattan that sounds pretty good to me 
All right, well, you guys are picking good vibes, and maybe when our towns are said and done, <laughs> mine will not be my top choice. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't even live in my It depends town. on how how strongly you feel about Balkan food. Oh, I mean, I love Balkan food. Um, I think my third choice, I am actually going to pluck something. Um, again, I'm not really going for the vibes. I'm going to pluck something out of Bend that I know I, I think I've taken pierce and certainly kevin too uh and that is a place called wild rose which is a northern thai restaurant um kind of sticking with ambar it's a place that's it's not fancy but it's not casual it's still sit down um it's not really food i can make at home um and it's definitely a, a crowd pleaser so that's kind of my but i i know i was actually i was considering it um but again like a the vibe isn't isn't all that great but like the food was fantastic so um, i'm pretty i pretty much chose exclusively on food figuring because you said that like bars and breweries are not part of this so i figured i could go to those places for the vibe sure yeah, that was kind of my uh my town's dynamic might have some like draconian liquor laws <laughs> it's like oh you want a fun place you're not don't go to the restaurant district like <laughs> um all right um i really don't like this hot corner business um i think my first pick will be so most of these places have actually been with with someone on this except for um when i lived in waltham i didn't live there for very long before COVID hit so i didn't really get to take anyone to the restaurant tempo in waltham which i really loved it's just your you know upscale new american restaurant it's not super it's not cheap, but it's not super expensive. They've got a really good steak on the menu always. They've got a really good salmon on the menu always. The rest, of the, they do a good job of rotating like the rest of the entrees. Um, a good job of rotating the cocktails. They've got like four beers on tap, but they're all really good. Good dessert menu. So, yeah. Um, so that's one pick, and then uh, my next pick will be. Um, I had to. I couldn't remember the name of it. And I had to. I had to go look at my photo album to figure it out. Hmm. Um, from from years past, we took a trip up to Maine together, and we went to uh, Shaw's. Hey, the, the, the seafood place right on the pier. So, oh yeah, I thought that place, place would like be. I I think it'd be really cool to have a place like that where they bring the fish off the off the boat right into the restaurant, and yeah. you can get fried seafood non-fried seafood good lobster rolls um i guess since i guess i don't really i'm not gonna have i was thinking about the italian store but maybe lobster roll would just be like the main sandwich you can get in my town so i don't hate that at all i like no, i think it's fact, good like quite that's like a, it. it's it, down to everything <laughs> kind of being made of wood it's a tremendous celebration of beige and uh <laughs> i'm for that <laughs> Oh, back to me. Yep. Yes. Yeah, now I'm starting not to like my town at all. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going with the vibes much more. Again, I, I picked purely on food. <laughs> That's I'm fine. realizing now none of my restaurants even have a television in them. <laughs> but uh, for my fourth pick, so I've got I've got Balkan food and I've got Thai food. For my fourth pick, straight from uh, Portland, Oregon, I am going to choose an Indian restaurant called Bollywood Cafe. Um, I believe it's called, is it Bollywood Theater or Bollywood Cafe? Shoot. Bollywood Theater Bollywood. is... Yeah. 
You told us to go. We didn't make it. it didn't Is happen, it Bollywood but... Theater? Okay, it's called yeah. Bollywood Theater. Um, Is it on that one street where all the things are? What's it called? I, I, I think there are a couple in Portland. I think they but... have two or three locations, yeah. but they're kind of like a... I'd call, ah, it's just really good Indian food, but definitely more casual kind of street food theme. Um, mm-hmm. Like order at a counter Indian food. Very fun vibes. Again, no TVs or anything, but also just purely picking on good food. Um, that, and another thing go... that I can't really make at home, or uh, it's harder to make at home than other things. Did you ever go to the place in DC by Union Station? I believe it's called Indigo. It, it. I don't. I've, I haven't been to the place you're talking about, but like order at the counter and then wait, but you can sort of eat inside. Or is it like is this a spacious Indian restaurant or is it small? This is spacious. Okay, um, that, that sounds possible. I did go to an Indian restaurant, not on my list, but last time I was in D.C. proper, I did go to a, a fancy sit-down Indian restaurant. I was just kind of oh, looking for, hey, what's the best? Yeah, was that the yeah. one? Yeah, that's uh, very fancy. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but places like that, I, I think I consciously decided um, I want places in my town that, that can serve me those foods I'm not going to make at home, but that I would also like actually maybe go to every week or two. Whereas the fancy restaurants, I figure you can do those when you're on on vacation. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, call out, yeah, a special call out for that place. That is that place is fire. Very cool. Um, okay, with my fourth pick, I'm looking at my board, and I'm I'm feeling like I have been very, um, you know, very focused on uh flavors and 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 approaches that are are generally associated with the US. And so I'd like to expand my borders just a little bit. Um I I'm going to go I'm going to go back to New Orleans and take Shia mediterranean um it's very sort of family style in the way they run the places a lot of like small plates and dips and and meza type stuff but they you can get big sort of large format dishes like chicken or lamb that are, are meant for sharing around the whole table and it's just like it's a really good restaurant experience with amazing food um, and I am also probably biased about this since I will be eating um, the very, very, very poor man's version of Mediterranean food after this podcast. So, uh, yeah, Shia. All right. The final hot corner comes to me, and I'm going to start with – we've mentioned a couple of fancy places. I use fancy loosely. I'm thinking of this as something that you don't go to very often, maybe every quarter, maybe less maybe just on special occasions, but maybe it's also the thing that when people come into town that maybe are going to treat you, you, you mention it first every time, but I also want it to be approachable. So if you have people visiting, it's a, it's a type of cuisine that they're maybe used to and everything. So I'm picking in a decay. It's in Decatur, a staple, a place I love going also has the aspect of, you can step it up in fanciness, but um, not necessarily also staff that like, will remember you and is great. It is 246 
which is an Italian place, but very much like Italian-American, you can get a really big, well-crafted meatball, just a single meatball as a starter. It's the size of your fist. Um, great wine. They do pizza. It's not overly fancy, but it is it is fancy. But you see a lot of classics there, and you can get... Um, you know, if you want a if you want a martini or you want just a Negroni, you can get that. And they just do a really good job with classics while still stepping it up and giving it a little bit of a, a modern touch. There's not like the checkerboard um, tablecloths; they're actually white tablecloths. So I think the town needs a fancy place. So that's a nice dinner. You need to wrap it up. You might still be hungry. The, the the kids are not out anymore. You need a place that that goes late but still sells food. Um, I had a lot in this category. Um, I have many written down, but there is only one perfect answer to this. Um, it does not serve liquor. I don't think it serves wine. It's really a beer place. This is my town. Um, I also want tater tots. The last pick is Galaxy Hut for me because Galaxy Hut is a perfect place. Wow. Um, huh? It is the perfect place. That's it. Wow. Did not they sell in any and they way. They have a VHS player for 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 movies. <laughs> Actually, I think they I think I went recently and they also have a DVD player now. Did not in any great way art, great music. expect to hear Galaxy Hut's name called in in this proceeding. Um, okay. It's a Tim Tebow pick right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look. Win one playoff game. You may not eat breakfast, Pierce, but for the most part, I do, and a lot of other people do too, and it is absolutely fucking criminal that four guys that went to the University of Virginia have let it go this long. Bodos. 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 It has powered thousands of UVA students and Charlottesville townies through either four years of college or most of their lives. Hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe bagels are not your thing, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm a fan. Yeah, it's a great pick. Uh-huh. Excellent yeah, pick. I, that's I a, thought of that earlier when I should have picked that so when the Italian story got off the board, but I kind of yeah. I really thought about taking radar. it second. Yeah, that's a good pick. I, I went with Abraham's just because they've got the bagels and the pizza. Mm-hmm. And I, as you can tell from my town, I was focused on a lot of like various foods from around the world that I can't make at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How can I consolidate pizza and bagels? Um, all right. Does that mean it's my fifth pick? It mm-hmm. is. All right, so if I'm looking back at this, my town's got a a, a, a bagel pizza counter place and then a Balkan place, a Thai place, and an Indian place. And I think I need to round it out with, um, like, and this is honestly Something my that people position. will recognize. So you're taking McDonald's? <laughs> close, you're close. I do have a special <laughs> pick for It's not a chain. I, I One of my top choices in this was, was a chain. But I, I need a place that just has a TV where I can get fries and a burger. And it was really hard for me to pick one. And again, I tried to pick one that sort of cut, like, I don't know. I don't I don't have, like, a go-to in my head. Just like, yep, that's the best, like, sports bar or the burger. So I'm going to pick um, Rocco's uh, Cucina and Bar, which is in the north end of Boston. 
and it's like sort of an italian restaurant but it's really much more like a towny sports bar they've got a projector on the wall where they show patriots games you can get pasta that actually is pretty good but you can also get like chicken tenders and fries and a burger and watch a game and drink a beer and i think my town really needs that um so but i'm but i'm flexible with what what exactly that place is um most of the sports bars in my current town some of their food is like borderline inedible so (laughs) rocco's has like very good food uh but but also fits all those other you know requirements for me yeah nice i I mean this is the first time we open late mentioned we've mentioned burger specifically which you know we're building bad american towns clearly it's it's not i took riverside in the first round yeah yeah i guess that's true citizen burger was one of my considerations it didn't quite and Blue Make Mountain makes of, a pretty good burger. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I, my first pick kind of took a lot of things that they did. They do yeah. well. They don't crush it in any of them, but they do well in most of them. Nope. I don't think any um, of my other picks like even could make a burger. So. Uh, my last pick will be, uh, I guess I should represent the, the D.C. area and get some ethnic food myself. So I'm going to go with uh, Rasika in D.C. It is... Uh, an Indian restaurant, like a, a modern Indian, whatever you want to call it, with small plates, um, fancier, but I don't know. I still don't think it super breaks the bank, but uh, I think it'd be a nice, nice round out to my town. I love it. Okay. So- should we should we wait we we should draft kickers right like every every fantasy team needs a kicker. <laughs> yep. Just a, a chain restaurant to bring us home. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Well, I guess by snake order, uh, that's Kevin. That's you. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go with Kava. I need some Mediterranean food, even if it's not Ambar. That's my Um, very, very, very poor man's Mediterranean food tonight. Yeah, (laughs) I love Kava. Just IPO'd. Fair enough. Good. Um, My pick that I almost took as my fifth choice is uh, Chipotle. Yeah. Um, also yeah. don't have Mexican in my town and I, I, who am I, who am I kidding? I, I can eat Chipotle like three times a week and just not get sick of it. Um, so yeah, picking it. <laughs> All right. Um, you have left me in a bit of a bind here because Chipotle was going to be mine. Um, you know what? I've got breakfast covered with Bodo's, so I don't need McDonald's Popeye's. Did you hear him say fast? Did you miss that part? <laughs> <laughs> and not even correct, I just heard just chain. Fast. I just heard chain. Uh this this yeah, this is uh yeah, I did I did only hear chain, but I'm gonna stick with the the fast food idea. This is hard for me because I did not prepare for this. Um <laughs> You didn't consider any fast food or chain options. I, th- I actually no, thought Chipotle I, it's was a strong town. pick because I thought that someone was going to take Chipotle in the five. Um, I almost did in my top five. Oh, if it had been, so, if this had been a chain restaurant draft, it would have been a first round pick for sure. I, you know, we haven't we haven't talked about coffee at all, but I'm still going to pick a place that has food and is a chain um, and is fast. I'm going to pick Dunkin' Donuts or Duncan. Um, they wow. kind of have everything. And wow. I'm not saying I 
as with all this, there are archetypes that need to be filled for a successful town that makes people happy. And I prefer it to be a Dunkin' than a Starbucks, honestly. And I think that this is this is a type of fast food. You know, dinner, go to our nice things, but you know, there's a Dunkin' down my the street. town. Yeah, there's a Dunkin' down the street. Um, it'll be kind of on the outer edge, so people who are like passing through don't have to come into my town really. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my thought. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's do a quick recap. Pierce, you drafted first. Uh, you picked the Italian store in Arlington. Uh, any mellow mushroom? Do you have a particular one that you you would like to uproot? I, I it, mean, it I have an affinity matter. for the for the Charlottesville one. Sure, great. Um, El Tesoro in Atlanta, uh, two forty six in Decatur, Galaxy Hut, the home of the Tots in Arlington. And Duncan, I went second and took it's a casual town Riverside lunch from Charlottesville, uh, the Pelican Club from New uh, New Orleans, Joe's Pizza from the West Village in New York, Shia from New Orleans, Bodo's Bagels in Charlottesville, and Popeyes. Max sounds good. You went third. You drafted Northern Virginia's Ambar. Abraham's Bagels and Pizza from Newburyport, Mass. Wild Rose, the Northern Thai restaurant from Bend, Oregon. Bollywood Theater in Portland for your Indian eats. Rocco's Casino and Bar in the north end of Boston and Chipotle. And Kevin, you went last. You got the best view of the entire draft with Blue Mountain Brewery (laughs) in Nelson County, Virginia. Uh, White Duck Tacos in Asheville, Tempo in Waltham, Massachusetts, uh, Shaw's in some part of Maine. What is the uh, the official designation of Shaw's, would you say? None of your it's business, Maine. Uh, I think it's in New Harbor, but I can double check that. That's fine. Uh, and Rasika in uh, yeah. D.C., as well as New Kava. Harbor, Maine. Um, does anybody have like a, an honorable mention, something that you, you were bummed to have to leave out? Uh, I just, yeah, go ahead. Kevin. Uh, I, I was bummed to leave out that dog. Ooh. <laughs> okay. That would have been fun. Uh, um, I, in the same like brew pub vein, I, I thought about SOS Tiki bar, which Max you've, you've been to and yes, they have, have food, um, uh, which is indicator as is brick store pub, which is, like a kind of stepped up version of uh, uh, Galaxy Hut, and then uh, Manuals here in Atlanta, which is like an institution all its own. It doesn't it doesn't need me to pick it to continue, but Manuals is is great. I was hoping you'd pick it. Yeah, um, I went through this whole draft without taking a barbecue place, which seems kind of crazy for me. No, um, none of us did. Yeah, none of us did. So I'll 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 shout out Dreamland in various places in Alabama uh, and La Barbecue in Austin. Um, but the, 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 well, we were picking restaurants, not, uh, not like places of worship. So these are different. It's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a church in my town. Uh, so the other, the other place that I, I kind of had to leave off at the end that I was a little bummed about, um, was, uh, Parkway Deli, which is a Jewish deli in Silver Spring, um, that I, I went a few times when I was in grad school and it was a place in a sort of similar vein to the Italian store. There was also like a 
sort of takeout market aspect to it. But there was also a sit down restaurant attached. Um, and it was the kind of place where instead of like a condiment station, there was like a pickle bar, all the different kinds of pickles mm-hmm. and like the carrot and raisin salad. Um, and I just like that was that was a, a, a place that I just if I'd had room for six, I probably would have taken that. Alas. Um, okay. Well, thank thank you for indulging us on on this uh, journey journey of um, you know uh, stealing <laughs> stealing yeah. other people's songs. And I don't think there's anyone to really like make fun of either. Like, wow, you had a terrible no. draft. No, no, no. No, they all sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'm hungry. so so instead of uh, making fun of of anyone's comical results uh we don't really have that as an option but we do have pierce's sorry so uh hit us um so i these are now i think cooler uh pieces of footwear or at least they're different folks wear them than i'm used to but but until i don't know the last few years um you would see people wearing a very certain sort of sandal and I would kind of roll my eyes as, oh, you know, it's it's one of that type of earthy, crunchy person. And the brand of sandal is spelled T-E-V-A. Do you all know how that is pronounced? I think I do, but I, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get it wrong and embarrass myself. I, it's not the way you think my family, it is. My family's always called it Teva, and I will continue to do that, but I believe it's Teva. <laughs> So yeah. I saw a commercial recently, <laughs> and they print and commercials. I think are the best way because there, there's the branding, um, and they pronounced it Teva. And I thought, here I have been for most of my life, not so much of late, because they are pretty popular and <clears throat> I guess you'd say stylish. But I, I would always like, you know, uh, chuckle at people wearing Tevas is like, you know, kind of kind of losers, which is which is not nice. But it, not only am I the loser for making fun of people's footwear, which is can be, you know, it's very sensible and they make and they're they're good shoes. But I'm saying it wrong on top of that. So like I'm I'm the jerk. I'm sorry for making fun of people's sensible shoe choices, which are now stylish, and they are called Tevas. I mean this as a deep compliment. They are dad ass sandals. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but but they're not they're not they're not pretentious. I mean, they are pretentious, but they're not pretentious like chacos, of which I have a pair, right. and and I think many of us do. Um, yeah. So. Um. Okay. Uh, big idea from pop culture. We'll do that pretty quickly because uh, we have gone longer than it looked like we were <laughs> going at first. Yeah. Um. So. Pierce, you said something about Tiki Bar a few minutes ago, and it reminded me that uh, because God is dead and the world is a cruel place, uh, Archipelago in D.C. is closing this weekend. Um, and that that is a, a great shame. Um, but, you know, they'll they'll do some some send off festivities uh, this week. Um, and. My my actual big idea from pop culture is that I have been taken in by a series of YouTube videos from a channel called Drumeo. And the the conceit of these videos is that professional drummers will hear a song for the first time 
and and I've seen a couple where they hear the song as it is, like in full track, including the drums, and then like try to kind of do active listening and and get the feel for it and figure out how to play it in one go through. But sometimes they're actually getting a, a track uh, that has the drums removed. And so they are kind of making huh. up what they think the drum part of the song would be. And then they play it and it's incredible. It just like, it is, it's one of those things where like, it, it is just so fascinating to watch people do something at a level that you could never possibly dream of doing it. Uh, my, my favorite one is uh, a guy, a, a drummer named Larnell Lewis, uh, sort of learning enter Sandman on the fly. Uh, but there's also one where the drummer from, you learn that the drummer from Megadeth has never heard Mr. Brightside by the Killers. <laughs> Which, like, I, I don't know if that's surprising. I don't know if it's surprising, uh, but but yeah, I'll uh, I'll throw a, a link or two in the. I saw that it was uh, a suggested YouTube video for me that one, but I had no idea like what it. Meant oh, it's was, it so rules. Check it out. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's the big idea. Go go watch people drum really well. Nice. Um, Max, do you have a trivia question for us? I do. Sweet. All right, so um, I'm up in Maine with my family, and I decided to get uh, my brother to give me some help on this trivia question today. And I mentioned that the three of you like basketball a lot, and sure enough, when I joined the podcast recording, you were talking about basketball, and usually it's over my head. So I don't know the difficulty level of this question, but I think it's a fun one. Uh, apparently, the, the FIBA World Cup is starting this Friday. Um, and that, I guess, is like the World Cup, but basketball. Not like the World Cup. It is the World Cup of basketball. <laughs> yeah. And the I'm to understand that the reigning champion is the country of Spain. And so uh, the FIBA World Cup starts Friday, and the Spain team has eight players with NBA experience. One of which is Usman Garuba who, as of yesterday, is no longer an active NBA player as he was released by the Oklahoma City Thunder, which leaves one active NBA player on the Spanish roster for the FIBA World Cup. Who is that player? So who is the Spanish player that is on an active NBA roster right now? So, so you're saying there's eight players that have any NBA experience, but only one now is active and on a roster. Correct. Okay. I, I know the answer. I know the answer. I have. I yeah, don't know that I know the answer, but I have a guess. Like I bet I could. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go last, um, just because I I do know. Well, all right. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> I because I know right. I'm gonna. Or no, I, I'm not. I'm not doubting myself. <laughs> second guessing <laughs> no i'm i'm not this is wild who is still on a roster i'm gonna feel very stupid if my guest has like just recently retired or is a free agent but i i do i do think i know who it is all right well we don't need to take forever i won't i, I could probably think of it if i thought long enough but um, I mean, I'm haven't really 
kept up with too much news. I, I feel like Ricky Rubio said that he's not really playing right now, but I guess I'll say Ricky Rubio because I'm a better guess. My guess is also Ricky Rubio. Uh, Santi Aldama, I believe, is the correct <sighs> answer. That is correct. He's for the Memphis Grizzlies and has looked pretty good in the uh, summer play, apparently. Sure, he has. Thank you. Thank you, Gerard Hector, for your deep uh, Memphis Grizzlies love. Oh, my God. That was a very hard question, Max, just for the difficulty. Pierce is just a psychopath sometimes. Well, if someone got uh, it, I mean, then I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't have known he was Spanish unless I heard uh, the True Who podcast talking about how the Spanish player, Santi Aldama, looks really good and he's will be helpful for the Grizzlies. Right. Year. So psychopaths listen to NBA podcasts in August. I, 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 it's my, well, I'm sure we'll get to it at some point, but my rules of sickos, like you just can't have too many sickos around or you get into behavior like this, like knowing <laughs> basketball in August. You hear the name Santi Aldama and don't think that that's probably Spanish. Not, I mean, not really. I don't, I, I don't like to, I don't know what you'd, it's not it's not being xenophobic but like i i try not to be like oh obviously this name is from this country well, i don't mean obviously but i i, I hear you try to try to approach no, things I, with an open mind yeah i i mean yeah i could it probably central to western european but i couldn't necessarily place it could be eastern european who knows okay um, all right, that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpot.com, or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.